What's up, gang? It's Kyle with Bros to Brost with yet another edition of the podcast. I'm excited to bring to you podcast episode number three. Um, I am going solo this week with without Andy, without my co-pilot, my wingman, my what are they called in Top Gun? What's the guy? Iceman or something? I don't know. I was never really into that movie. Uh, I know that's kind of heresy, but um, I was forbidden from watching. Quite a few mu- movies um, in my childhood because they were believed by my parents to be um, too secular. Um, and that kind of transitions me to the topic that I wanted to bring to you tonight. Um, and it, it involves around a story that I'm going to tell you uh, about something that happened in my church, uh, my old church. Um, this particular story revolves around the idea of community and friendship and money. <laughs> Put those three things together, you're asking for a, a disaster. But the reality is um, when you have a church largely made up of young adults, um, there are going to be some financial issues that arise. Uh, I guess you'll have that anywhere, but particularly when you're a young adult, finances are tough. You're just starting out in your career um, you don't have a lot of savings. You're you're trying to save up for stuff, for a car, for a house, whatever. So um, my wife and I were uh, small group leaders in our church. And that means that we had a group of about 10 to 12 um, young adults around our age that would meet at our house about once a week for dinner. Um And it was a real eye-opening experience for us because we really, I think my wife and I, we feel like we're a little out of place in our generation because um, we are, I guess, on the tail end of being millennials. We're kind of in that in-between millennials and Gen X. But, um, and so we kind of, my wife started working at the age of like 12. Um, I started working when I was 15. We always just kind of we're in a spot of working hard for if we wanted to save up for something and buy something, work through college. So we kind of had this different mentality of if you want something, you got to work for it. If you screwed up, it's probably your fault and you got to find a way to fix it. So being small group leaders to people our own age was pretty eye-opening for us in the fact that we got to really experience millennials firsthand. And, uh, it was not, it was not a pretty sight. Um, so never mind the fact that, you know, we each kind of, it was like a potluck style thing. So each person had to bring stuff. Um, and this one guy in our group, I swear, like if, if the meal was, was tacos, he would bring like, um, napkins or something stupid like that, that actually you know, did not contribute to the meal at all. Like if it was like hamburgers, he would bring like a head of lettuce that he bought for a dollar. It's like, gee, man, thanks for your contribution. That's, that's awesome. You just picked out the least expensive item that you could bring because you didn't actually want to contribute to the group, but you're totally fine eating everybody else's meat. That's, that's totally fine with you. So we, at the end of every evening, would kind of bring prayer requests to the group. Um, you know, Hey, I've got a job interview coming up. I'd love your prayers or, Hey, my mom is sick in the hospital. 
Can you be praying for her? Um, this one particular evening, this gal had a special prayer request. And uh, I'm going to, you know what? We actually got secret uh, footage of this. I have one of those little Nest cameras um, in our living room. And so we were actually able to record that. So I'm going to go ahead and play that back for you guys, okay? And uh, so, yeah, um, if you guys could be praying for my mom, she's really sick with, with a large goiter. And so she had to go to the hospital for that. And so I just, I would love some prayer if you guys could do that. Oh, Danny. Yeah, definitely. We will, we will be praying for that. Um, thank you for mentioning that. I know that's hard for you. Um, does anybody else have anything that we can, can pray about this week? Um, yeah, I do. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, Carrie, go ahead. Yeah. What you, what you got? Well, see, the thing is, um, I kind of was caught speeding. Um, and this is kind of the 10th ticket I've gotten this month. Um, and so they kind of took away my driver's license. And so kind of the only way that I can get it back is if I pay like $250. I either have to pay that or wait six weeks and then they'll give me my license back. So I was going to ask if I could take up a collection um, from you guys and see who wants to donate some money so that I could get my license back. Uh, wow, Carrie, that's uh, that's horrible. Uh, I mean, don't you live like two blocks away from work? Yeah, I do. But the thing is, like, it's summer right now and it's just so hot. And I, <laughs> I really don't feel like walking to work. Okay, well, I mean, what about the bus? Isn't a round-trip ticket, like, $2? But you know what? There's, like, Mexicans on the bus, and there's, like, really stinky people, and they don't even run air conditioning on the bus. So, yeah, I mean, realistically, we've got 12 people in the group. If everybody pitched in, like, $20, um, that would be awesome. Well, one person would have to pitch in 30 Um, so, yeah, um, I guess I'll just, uh, I'm wearing Uggs today. I'll, I'll take off one of my Uggs and I'll pass it around. If you guys want to slip some money into one of my boots, that'd be cool. Um, Carrie, can, can we, uh, can we talk after? Um, sure, yeah, that's fine. Hey, Carrie, um, I know that it's got to be really frustrating to be without a driver's license right now, but the thing is, like, um, you kind of deserve to be without a driver's license. I kind of don't feel safe with you on the road. What do you mean? It's totally not my fault. I was running late for work. Okay, Carrie, the thing is, if you got ten speeding tickets in one month, you shouldn't be driving, okay? On top of that, you live two blocks from work. On top of that, we're struggling paycheck to paycheck just to get through. And you want us to pay to get your driver's license back? That's that's ridiculous. No. No, we're not going to do that. Jeez, I thought you guys were Christians. See you later. So Carrie proceeded to um, meet privately with the pastors of our church and ask for money, which 
the pastors gave to her. So that's one story. I'm going to jump ahead a little bit in our timeline to the next story. There's also the same guy um, who brings lettuce to taco night, okay? We'll call him John. John was uh, at church. He was on the staff, uh, the youth staff, so a junior high pastor. And uh, John was wrestling around with some of the junior high guys, and they were just throwing each other around and, you know, breaking things and stuff. And lo and behold, John's mouth just happened to end up in one of the junior high junior hires elbows and john got his front tooth knocked out (laughs) now that sucks but here's the thing john doesn't have insurance he didn't think to have insurance so john being the responsible man that he is emails the church pastor and says Yo, pastor, uh, here's the thing. I knocked my tooth out. Uh, I need like 500 bucks to fix it. So this is what happened. The church pastor literally forwarded, forwarded me an email with an invoice in it for John's dental repair, $500. He wrote in the email, Hey, Kyle, uh, just wondering if you could... Um, ask your community group if they'd be willing it to pitch in some money to take care of uh, John's tooth. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm getting all flustered thinking about it right now. So I emailed him back and I said, I will not be doing that. And here's why. John works 12 hours a week at the church. He's perfectly capable of having a second job a third job even, to cover insurance and dental visits. I will not pawn this off on my community group where we're living paycheck to paycheck and we have the responsibility to get insurance to pay for things like this when we wrestle with junior hires. So um, the reason I bring all this up is yes, we know we hear it all the time about the culture of of entitlement with millennials. But it's even seeped into our church and other institutions that used to be a, a sacred place of work ethic and people that valued um, being responsible. But the sad reality is is that that doesn't exist anymore. Um, everyone's entitled and it's a, it's a big problem. And you see that affecting the way our country is being run now, where people expect to be given things. There's no pride anymore in working hard for stuff and earning things and doing a job, a job well done. And at the end of the day, coming home and feeling that satisfaction. Did you know that giving up welfare a.k.a. free money, is more difficult than a drug addict giving up cocaine. And so when you're asking this generation of people who were literally handed everything to not do that anymore, you're going to have a problem. And so we have some serious issues to address, not only in our government, but our culture. And that's where it starts. So I would encourage you guys As you're going out there in your day-to-day life, look for ways that you can 
go the extra mile. You know, John F. Kennedy once said, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. And John Kennedy was a Democrat. I would never catch a Democrat these days uttering that phrase. Never. As always, watch out for liberals and have a great week.